This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. Welcome, kings and queens, to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. You're with your host, Tyler Mickle Pickle Luke, and of course, myself. We have an awesome episode for you lined up today. I don't like myself. I'm the great one. There you go. Yeah. What are we doing? Top uh, six through twelve receivers. Uh, seven through twelve. Seven yeah. through twelve receivers. We have an awesome episode for you lined up today. This will round up the wide receiver ones, and we'll give you a breakdown. We'll talk about the end of our dynasty draft and how I'm projected for the most points. Obviously, we gotta post our. <laughs> we should post our teams. Yeah, we should the, post our teams. Let the kingdom judge our dynasty. Yeah, <laughs> we do need to do that on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. Cheap plug right there. Um, well, it was a great week. Uh, it's probably been about almost a week and a half since our last show. We're probably going to start kicking up the shows per week, right? Yep, As probably we'll rolls. be going to a week here shortly, uh, probably next week starting. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, champs. champs. Oh, wow, Tampa yeah. Bay once again. Yep, back to back. We don't lose over here in uh, good old Champa Bay. Speaking of Champa Bay, let's get into the news and notes. Tom Brady last year played on a torn MCL the whole season. Is this guy incredible or what? God, the league is so screwed. <laughs> so screwed. This man's coming in healthy this year. It's pretty funny because before last year, I said the only way this can go wrong for the Bucks if Brady starts getting banged up, like, you know, he deals with a knee injury or something like that. And nope, even that couldn't stop it. <laughs> yep. Granted, Brady, uh, like we all know, the Phillip Rivers game playing on a torn ACL. Uh, MCL, obviously, much minor. He doesn't run a lot. He can kind of play with something like that. But still incredible to be playing with a risk every day at 43 yeah mm-hmm. like it's not the smartest idea but he did it perfectly fine through the power of tb12 alex guerrero shout out all things are possible <laughs> yep next news item i'm sure you guys are all heard about this and saw the video of richard sherman uh getting arrested for <laughs> burglary that was pretty weird won't be taking him in your IDP leagues this no. year, I don't think. It seems like he might be out <laughs> this season. Rumor has it uh, his father-in-law took a bunch of money from his account, and so he was going to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to get it back. Without use of lawyer, just kind of trying to scare, scare you. You guys see the video? Yeah, how does that – I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, well, First, or father-in-law. They, they've had a uh, – like a pretty rough history, apparently. Like they've had a couple like police reports, files, files yeah, between the two. Puts his wife in a weird predicament. Low key, yeah, nice uh, for the Bucks because he was uh, rumored to sign with the Saints. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say that that's pretty. The in terms of fantasy impact, it does have a decent one because he was definitely a veteran that was gonna make sign it somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, um, but probably flush that down the toilet not anymore. Sorry, yeah, buddy. he'll be a late addition to a team, probably close to the playoffs. Maybe mm-hmm. a team that's looking for a cornerback. Bucks. Yeah, if we lost Carlson Davis, I don't see I could see us picking up Sherman due to injuries or something. But it's got to be like a veteran team that can. You know, we should go after just to completely derail our news and notes. Yeah, but I saw a rumor that uh, the birds were possibly shopping Fletcher Cox and. <laughs> the light well, I saw the birds were the, <laughs> the light in my head. We have no money, bro, for go, that kind of go guy. And, go and find a way to get Fletcher Cox and just. 
I saw the birds attached to Deshaun Watson that they're like low yeah. key the number one spot. Yeah, they're the number one team that like can get him, and because they could give up Hurts and mm-hmm. and it'd be the easiest for a trade deal. But I don't think Watson's going to be moving. I'm still no word on if he's playing yet. That's mm-hmm. and you know that's going to be a huge bomb towards fantasy season. Oh, like, huge! How huge. much longer can they go? They got to do it before the next week, right? Training camp. They can't God. screw a team like that and not let them. It'll be interesting because I don't think anything is going to be like close to being resolved in terms of his legal, legal issues by the time the season starts. Yeah, and then is he still trying? I mean, he still he hasn't is- been put on the commissioner's list. That was yeah. what I'd heard was going to happen, and that hasn't happened. So is I mean, he? There's no criminal charges yet, right? What are they going to? Yeah. It's all it's civil, like, right? It's a weird civil thing where no one has gone to like the prosecutor. <laughs> the weird thing is that. Is he going to play for the Texans? He says know, he, he doesn't want, want to, to still. Yeah. But now he might be like, well, shit, I'll play with whoever I can. Yeah, he's like, well, I, well, I can actually play. Since the things come out, he still says he wants to trade. But it's like, dude, just it's play this year. Yeah, Play this year because you get your mind off the legal issue, at least, being in practice every day and, and score getting some better. Fantasy, score some and fantasy plus, if you're, yeah. if you're at practice every day, it's probably less of a chance you're elsewhere doing Get, you get your massages at the getting, facility yeah, exactly. instead of going to some... Exactly. Yes. This man should never get a massage again. Yeah. Imagine the look on everyone's face when that guy walks into the massage parlor. Oh, yeah, like, he's, oh, back. he's back. He's back. He's back. Jesus. Him and Robert Kraft walk into a <laughs> massage parlor. Actually, shit. He probably spends so much money that they don't give a shit. Him, Robert Kraft, and oh, Jeffrey yeah, he's, Epstein walk into a customer. VIP, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll move on from that before we get into... <laughs> Some dirty jokes. Too late. <laughs> um, New England Patriots running back Damian Harris, surefire number one running back heading into 2021. Does this move Damian, my eighth round pick in Dynasty? You fools! <laughs> Letting him Did slip you take to me. Deshaun there. Watson in like the fourth oh, round. Oh, I got I got Deshaun in the seventh. So I got I got. Yeah, have fun with that. Uh, but I got Jalen Hurts in the tenth. That 85 yards rushing a, a week. With yeah, Harris, we <laughs> zero catches. And zero yeah, that's touchdown. the problem with Damian. <laughs> if if you get your eighty five yards, it might, we need you might be looking at Mac Jones to play the majority. Yeah, of the games. he's a clear. Well, the thing is, I was thinking about the other day too with Mac Jones. It fully opens James White back up as a full on fantasy like asset mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with Cam, with Cam, he rushes in on the goal line, so Harris has no shot of goal line touchdowns. But if it's Mac Jones, they're going to hand that shit off every time. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that I think could be the di- huge touchdown difference. I, I got a weird feeling Cam's going to do pretty good this year, and it's going to be Cam all year. See, I have a weird feeling that Mac Jones might be kind of nice for the Patriots. Apparently, I don't, I, right I mean, now, I don't know if he's going to get the shot. Right now, it sounds like it's Cam, and it's going to have to probably be like three games of like bad Cam. Cam, Cam yeah. job to lose. Yeah, that shoulder has looked toast for like three straight years. Like just his arm strength and accuracy look like shit. So yeah, I mean, we'll be able to see and training camp and stuff and preseason if he's actually got zip but yeah in terms of Damien I mean he's so much better than Sony Michelle it's not even funny so mm-hmm. the only real threat I feel like is some scenario where I guess it would probably have to be Mac Jones comes in and James White just kind of plays Harris off the field enough to where he's not as relevant and then the only other one would be Ramondre Stevenson the rookie but it's probably Harris's like full go it feels work, like it'll take an injury here. to get Harris off the field now. yeah exactly mm-hmm. which, is, which is a good thing He's a nice late round, and he's being yeah, he's being drafted as like an RB three, pretty yeah, mm-hmm. yeah three. So right now he's seventh eighth round. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I love taking him. Yeah, which is fine. 
I mean, that's great value right now, especially if he's a surefire RB1. All right, next up, this one's a pretty pretty big fantasy player right here. Saquon Barkley says, we'll see if he'll be ready to go week one. Oof. I'm just not touching him. Yeah, I, I'm at pick seven. I don't care if he falls to me. I'm not taking him. That's I how bad. That's seven. How, that's how bad. Like, we'll see. Fuck that. I mean, yeah, it, right. when, and when you're at seven like that, I'll I'd take almost, Aaron Jones. I'd rather pivot if you're not even going to do like the Aaron Jones. Just pivot and do the Ty, take Tyreek off the board. You know, take yeah, sure. yeah take that receiver just, off the board. What do we want in the first round? Safety a player there week one. Yeah. I mean, Saquon's <laughs> going to be a great value. Week one. He, I don't he'll see if he's there. <laughs> yeah. Saquon's going to be a good pick from ten to twelve. Didn't but... you see that picture of his? That new picture of his legs where yeah. Eli commented. Yeah, that's true. There's no way those legs aren't healthy. He's got more muscles in his legs than I do in my old body. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The dude's legs are just unbelievable. They look like a cartoon. His one thigh region area, if we were to, you know, chop that bad boy up and put it on a scale, it's going to outweigh each of us individually. Mm-hmm. When he takes a step and they catch him in like an action shot, it looks like a uh, medical textbook. <laughs> yeah. Because you can see each yeah. strain of the muscle. Yeah, where they draw. <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. He, um, we'll see, you know, how he's practicing. Cause if he's, we get a good look in training camp that he's going to play. It's all mm-hmm. just, this we'll see shits just mm-hmm. early on, just kind of probably messing with the media type of thing, but still sketchy. If, you know, if you're having your draft early or, you know, like we did a dynasty draft, it's a little, I mean, granted you'll have him for a couple years. I don't know. He's just an injured. Yeah. There's a redraft and until you get that, like. A okay from somebody that hey I'm good I'm here week one I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid him for now. Their yeah. offensive line is horrific too, and so you just know he's gonna take a beating every horrific week on O-line. top of already coming into the season. Horrific quarterback. I knew it. I yeah. I literally I set him up for that. As soon as you said horrific offensive line, I was like, this guy's gonna <laughs> shut. It's a good recipe for uh, football. Yeah. Yep. Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones, man. All right. Next news item. Matt Nagy wants 20 carries per game for David Montgomery. I just don't see how they're going to get him 20. Well, you stick Andy Dalton in there for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> they might be down too much to get him 20. Yeah, it feels like there it can ha- that can happen easily with Montgomery where he has like a 10 touch game, you know, or a 12 touch game, something like that cuz yeah, Cohen will be playing and I think they got Damien closer to what he'll get. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a couple catches and they have Damian Williams, they have Tariq right. Cohen. I mean, maybe Damien's a straight-up backup with how he's talking about. I mean, you like to hear that from your, the head coach, though. So that's nice. But Damien has the connection with Nagy, too, from Kansas City. I think they already have the sort of True. Uh, relationship. So I'm sure he's going to play at least a little bit. And the, the, the point is that it's way more competition than Montgomery had last year. Montgomery, went, once Cohen went down last year, they had no one. So he was all of their passing game work. And now it just feels like... He'll still get some of that, but he won't get all of it, and so he'll be more of an RB two this year than an RB one, I think. Yeah, yeah I, agree, I agree. But he's being drafted all. for that. He's being drafted third, fourth round. So what if he's really, really good though? He is good. I mean, he uh, remember that uh, that picture. No, I, just, that, I was thinking about the yeah. other day. The guy coming out of college was yeah. What he did best was make people miss, like miss tap. Like, and he still does it now. He's one of the highest. He seems like a lock for a thousand yards between eight and ten touchdowns, and that's. A yeah, in his first two years, he really struggled with, like, he was really bad at making people miss, and it was kind of like, a, well, this just happened because he played at Iowa State kind of thing. But mm-hmm. last year, he put it together, and yep. I know the schedule was super easy, but... Is this his third year? Yeah, this is his third year, I'm pretty sure. Uh, For Dave Montgomery, this will be year three, yeah. yeah. 
So could I, be could be big breakout. Right now, fourth round pick, end of the third round. You know, that's probably right where you should go yep. at this point. Right around Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs yeah. territory. In He's going to be the guy. In the fourth round, let's say you're coming up on that pick and you've gone one running back, then two receivers. Yeah, that's, Would you rather take like a David Montgomery with here in this 20 touches or take a flyer on like the Travis Etienne? David that Montgomery. is right on the range and Javante Williams and right Javante in there as well. too. Yep, I've noticed that in all the mocks I've done. Um, I'm going to go with the – I'd go with, I guess, the proven kind of workload thing. Yep, I but mean that's that, a decision people are to make. All those guys at the back end that take a receiver in the first two rounds is definitely looking at Montgomery, Swift, uh, Mike Davis, all those mm-hmm. guys in that fourth round. So you're not I getting just, Mike Davis that late. I just don't know if you draft. feel. Uh, yeah, you will in most drafts, not our draft for some reason. In sleeper, they have <laughs> Mike Davis super far down in their PPR range. Yeah, it's I mean, like he's like really a six-round pick I can't, in I can't even drafts. mock because when I get Mike Davis in the eighth round, it doesn't I know, it, it feels feel cheap. <laughs> yeah, it makes I me want to redo my whole draft yeah. strategy. I know? just don't do it. If I see him there that late, if I didn't get him in the first round, I... Um... <laughs> we are, we, we've said it all season. As we get closer to the season and the Falcons bring in no running backs, it gets prettier and prettier. For yep. Him. Still no nobody brought in and training camp start next week. What July twenty fourth for the Bucks? I think There's we are no one out, there is no one for them to bring in. Le'Veon Le- 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 Yeah, he every is day toaster. in training camp they're going to be just taking pictures of those quads and uploading them. Dude, he's too. massive. Every time he pops he up is. my Instagram once a week, and he moves up six spots every time and I see him. On the, the owner's going to have like a weekly meeting with with uh, Arthur Smith, and he's going to be like. Hey, have we looked in these running backs yet? And Arthur Smith's just going to pull out his phone yeah. and practice and show him the picture of his quads. And be like, no, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. good. We're okay. It's like a bowling ball. <laughs> All right, last news item of the day. John Gruden is hearing the criticism of the Henry Ruggs pick. <laughs> this makes me want to draft Ruggs. It does because now Gruden's the type of person who's going to force feed him and run plays for him. I think Ruggs is going to be a nice little sleeper this year. Because I think they're going to, especially in the beginning of the season, over-target him. And maybe he's a decent, you know, wide receiver forward. No Nelson Aguilar there to steal his targets anymore. I mean, the the kid was extremely talented at Alabama. It's just like... They misused him last year. They used him so stupidly. They just literally had him (coughs) run straight bombs. Whereas at Alabama, they were getting him plays around the line of scrimmage and letting him run screens and stuff. So, definitely got to watch for that. If they start doing that, yeah, Ruggs... The target competition is Darren Waller. That's it. Yeah. And Waller's going to kill it, man. Mm-hmm. But Ruggs could be the number two guy. I like Ruggs. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's going, like, s- extremely late. Yeah, 10th, no one is buying 10th is 11th really? round. Yeah, it's yep. just like a... And alluded to as well, it being their starters, week one being Ruggs and, and Edwards, and then John Brown being the three. And the fact yeah, that I forgot John they Brown got smoked, kind bro. of starting as the three makes me feel better about Ruggs. Yeah. Um Obviously, a lot changes two weeks in when Edwards and Ruggs haven't done anything again, but it's worth a shot. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they use him. Like, if they can get, if they start using him by the line of scrimmage, we're talking about a PPR beast, you know, not necessarily just the kind of big play, uh, best ball type of play. So we'll see. All right. Um, That'll do it for news and notes. Now we're going to move on to what the show is about. We are going to discuss wide receivers 7 through 12 of the experts. 
Um, it's a little bit different list than we have on the TV, guys. So, gotcha. Uh, just heads up there. We're going to start at number seven. Who was? Uh, can we just finish off with who's number six that we finished with? I'm just trying to. Um, where we left off. It was Justin Jefferson. Oh wow! Okay. Justin. We had a heated debate about Justin Jefferson. So, go listen to that episode if you haven't yet. But number seven is DK Metcalf. Of the Seattle Seahawks, last year he had 129 targets, 83 catches, 1,303 yards, and 10 receiving touchdowns. Dude's an absolute animal. He's he can huge. Make, he can do better than that this year, too. I mean, that's really the crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning of the year he was doing better when Russell was cooking, yep. and then they stopped letting him cook, and he kind of had like a... Was well, so the finish right? Yeah, was well, it that great? certainly compared to what he started, what he started with was like six straight ninety-yard games, like where he had at least ninety yards. I believe it was six, five or six straight of those. And then, yeah, down the stretch, he you know still had his bust game or like breakout games, but certainly not that type of consistency. Because, like you said, and same thing happened to Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett kind of tapered off down the stretch. Um, yep. All at the same time as they stopped letting Russ cook. So all 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 the Seattle offense slowed down at the end. I think yep. he was quarterback one through the first seven or eight weeks, and then after that he was like quarterback 12 or something the rest of the year. I don't know. With uh, What I like about Metcalf is that he proved last year that you don't have to fear cornerback matchup with him at all. Like, well, didn't well, didn't I, he get locked up by Jalen? Jalen had a good game, but he, against Stephon Gilmore, who was the M- defensive player of the year the previous year, yeah. he th- torched him and had one of his best games. So he still gets Jalen twice. That's tough, but – yeah, I mean he's Tough basically division. unguardable. Yep. Um, and with the with the slowdown down the stretch too, I was looking at it the other day, and it was really just the touchdowns that kind of faded for him. His catches were pretty much the same, and his yards per game was pretty much the same. And he's a guy, obviously that. I mean, just look at him; he can score kind of whenever he wants to. So, I mean, he's there's a chance he goes nuclear, and this is the usual breakout year. Yeah, like he, year he's three. a player that I, you know, I think we probably all could agree that. There's a few people within the six to twelve range that could finish as wide receiver one overall. He's definitely one of them. I mean, oh yeah, he's a freakazoid. Yep, because he can get you the touchdowns and he could get fifteen hundred yards this year. Yeah, and no one would, you know, blank. Pat, are you a DK Metcalf guy or no? No, and at seven, that seems high. I'm surprised to hear you say you think he can finish number one overall. Actually, because I I think he cannot. Oh so, yeah, so he's he, got. He could lead the NFL in yards and receiving touchdowns. So I want to say on the on the projection I saw too. So if he didn't have his touchdown regression on the set, like if he matched his touchdown projection from the first half of the year to the second half, he would have finished as like the wide receiver two. I want to say versus what he finished as like the wide receiver like eighteen or nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Their target tree is so condensed too. It's Metcalf, Lockett, and then. Maybe Gerald Everett catches a pass this game or something. You yeah, know? they brought in Eskridge as their third guy, and that's Patsy's tight end man, Gerald Everett. He's taking him in every. Yeah, and I'm I know. Gonna, I'll be. When's, I'm our, be when's our like uh, tight end up? Not tight end, but you know, Sleepers. sleeper. My guy. Like I'm going to be hyping up Everett because I do I really low key like him. Be fair too. Is it fair to say that's Pat's tight end? I mean, he did roster. A quarter Tommy Trumbull. No, every every year Pat has the Seattle tight end. And he he does good one week. He picks him up off waivers and then they suck. <laughs> Jacob Hollis. Jacob Hollis. Uh, maybe uh, I had his. Uh, yeah, what's the other Will one? Dis- yeah. Will Disley was I, yeah. always yeah, sick. He, was, yep. he had that. He had a. That was pretty terrible. What happened to him? He had that kind of like brutal injury. Is he, yeah, he is he still on the Seahawks? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's gonna be fucking ill, and I'm gonna pick <laughs> him up. <laughs> Everett's supposed to be the guy, though, so I imagine that's who to go with. I so I like personally, I like Metcalf more than I like Calvin Ridley. I think this year. I mean, j- by narrow margins, by like a position. That's but, a thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess they both don't have good defenses either. So, and Calvin Ridley is banged up already. He's dealing with this foot injury, and so how confident am i that he can stay healthy versus metcalf i mean that matters to me yeah has metcalf ever missed the game he he has not really i don't think i think he had hamstring issues in college and that was part of a concern maybe but yeah as a pro yeah currently as a pro he hasn't and we talk about with running backs all the time that's nice these guys that miss you know we we include in dalvin cook's you know fantasy analysis that he's gonna miss at least a game. That's ex- that's very much what it feels like. At least a Dalvin a game. Cook situation. Yeah. So we have to carry that over to wide receivers too. And Calvin Ridley is almost guaranteed. If I was a betting man, to miss at least one game this year. Yeah. Although I should say, I mean, if there's, I said DK has the the potential to lead in yardage, but Calvin Ridley absolutely does too. So, but it feels like DK is going to score more touchdowns than Ridley to me. Yeah. All right. Coming up next at number eight of the experts. This is this was my fantasy crush last year. Oh boy. The rankings we're looking at, he's a little low, but I like him a lot. His name is AJ Brown of the Tennessee Titans. 106 targets last year, 70 catches, 1075 yards and 11 receiving touchdowns in year 2. On two busted up knees, we should point out as well. This man played almost all of the season hurt. Yep. More, even more impressive than Brady. <laughs> yeah, definitely more impressive than Brady there. Uh, A.J. Brown is teammates with, or was teammates with D.K. Metcalf. Yep. He is now teammates with Julio Jones. Uh, probably ranked number two behind uh, Evans and Godwin for me for receiving and A.B. for receiving core. But A.J. Brown's an absolute stud. Yards after catch, he just owns them. He's fast. He gets the deep ball. He can catch short and take it take it to the house it's nothing aj can't do yeah um, for real drops the ball every once in a while but he's he's amazing to me now that julio's there i do understand him being at probably wide receiver eight he was like top five for me but with julio julio is going to take some and i don't know what are your guys' outlooks on A.J. Brown? I'm always big on him. Well, this is another one that's really condensed in terms of their targets. I mean, most games, they're they're going to be able to both have great games at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they lost Jonu Smith. Derrick Henry doesn't catch passes, um, or maybe he will this year. I don't know. Maybe we can bet on that. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it really is those two. Um, they're not going to throw it. Unfortunately, they're going to be towards the bottom in pass attempts. Maybe, you know, they usually are with Tannehill. Derrick Henry is going to be um, carrying the load. So, I mean, this feels like a good spot for Brown, back end, of, back end wide receiver one, sort of, with upside for more. I mean, if Julio misses time, like, uh, instantly, A.J. Brown goes top five. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, if Julio misses time, that – God, that I I'm excited to watch Titans this year. Like, yeah, me too. We yeah, have, we play them bad. Preseason. De- they have a terrible. That's the other thing I should point out: terrible defense, uh, and in a division with terrible defense as well. And so I feel like all those things should boost up uh, AJ Brown and Titans offense. Tyler, you got anything on AJ Brown here? Uh, I mean, not a lot. 
I think the Julio still caps my belief that he could be wide receiver one overall. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest concern with them is just no Arthur Smith, seeing how the offense shakes out. Um, we kind of mentioned it before, but Todd Downing, their new OC, has a pretty brutal uh, track record in the NFL with calling plays. And with Vrabel kind of being a defensive guy as well, um, there's a chance it kind of derails itself if they struggle early in the season. Um, but, like, AJ will be fine, even even with the total collapse of the offense. It just – there is a chance that their downfield passing attack isn't as efficient as it's been in the past three years. Mm-hmm. Or – and at the same time, those downfield targets might be going more to Julio now. I mean, that's Julio's thing. Yep. Julio said he the next team he goes to, he wants to be more of a downfield threat. I don't think he actually said that. That was the report, was that he wanted a, a bit of a stronger arm than Matt Ryan. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this this feels like a good spot for, for AJ. Yeah, uh, he's ADP right now, uh, 2.08, so second-round eighth pick. That's probably right near UT. Are you, you thinking about AJ Brown there? I know you're three uh, running back guys start. Uh, no, only because there are several receivers I have ranked ahead of AJ Brown. Yeah, we're on behind him that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, really, I love AJ Brown. Yeah, thank you, dude. Like, I think he, I think AJ Brown can be a nice, stable uh, centerpiece of your your starting lineup. And I'm not, I'm not really afraid of Julio Jones. I think without Julio Jones, AJ Brown had a lot of Devontae Adams mm-hmm. uh, type of targets and touchdowns in his future, but. Uh, this sort of feels like the swan song song for Julio. Um, he's still great, but it just feels like he keeps like if it weren't if Julio weren't there, we'd be talking about AJ's potential number one. Whereas yeah. now it's like yeah, he's he, potential top five. Yeah, certainly. yeah. AJ had wide receiver one upside. Right now with Julio, it's not as good, but. I mean, he it's could, still he might and week to week. It's still there. yeah, as high an upside as anyone. So you're not. We won't get to Julio on this show because not top twelve. I don't think. But you're not. You don't like Julio this year. I love Julio. We'll just discuss them for the right price. I love Julio. He's a third round pick right now. This feels like Julio Jones is joining AJ Brown's team. Yeah, so there like you Antonio go. Brown last year joined Mike Evans's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's clearly still behind AJ Brown. Where DeAndre Hopkins went to Arizona. And it became his team. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yep. uh, AJ Brown is still the guy for me. I like him still more than DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett scares me more for DK than Julio does for AJ. Even though Julio is probably better than Tyler Lockett right now, mm-hmm. um, he's way better. I just think AJ Brown. I think AJ Brown in the next few years is about to be your your Michael Thomas from a couple of years ago. Tyler, you have breaking news? Yeah. You, you can go ahead and oh read gosh, it. Oh, gosh. What do we got? Adam, Adam Schefter uh, <laughs> just confirmed stupid. that, well, you're a breaking news guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this offseason, the Packers did, in fact, offer Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension that would have tied him to Green Bay for five more seasons and made him the highest-paid quarterback in football. Rodgers declined the offer. Proof it's not about the money. Jeez. Oh, so. wow. So if money can't fix the situation, well, there goes Aaron Jones for me. I won't be taking one. <laughs> I mean, we never thought, really, like no one ever thought it was about the money. Right. He's just sick and yeah. tired of them trotting out Alan Lazard and Marcus Valdez Scantling. And totally uh, agree. But what was our solution just, to it? There's just no. He gets no say in anything. The only solution we had in our heads of we knew Rodgers was like done with the organization. The only solution in my head was we'll make him the highest paid quarterback. 
Mm. Yeah. If that doesn't work, I think he wants say in in uh, the probably the draft, and he probably wants to win another Super Bowl. So and then he, he should have gone to Denver. He wants to say on offensive players, I'm sure, and he he gets nothing, and you know that's that's it for him. He's he's over it, and he's looking like he's going to be gone. If I had a guess right now, I don't know, or just sit out. I don't get it. All right, moving on to number nine of the expert consensus rankings. It is Slant Boy oh, Michael man. Thomas. Of the New Orleans Aints. He had uh, less catches than I did, I think, last year. No, he had 55 targets, 40 catches, 438 yards. Oh, we had the same amount of touchdowns. Zero <laughs> on the year. Um, he played injured, tried to come back injured. I guess it must have been worse than it was. Or I think he had a high thought. ankle sprain, right? Was that yeah, that high saying? ankle sprain. He was in week two. Two when or week one he got it. Uh, yeah, last play right. of the game against the Bucks, he that's stepped right. on some dude on accident. Um, that was week one. God, remember that when the Bucks played, and I was like, man, I don't know if this is gonna work. It was like <laughs> it was a little scary game one because we didn't have any practice games or anything. Like we started tough. out with a drive I was on the say, first first drive <laughs> touchdown, and we were feeling great. Brady and then, up oh, the middle, shit. we went nuts. Dude. <laughs> Classic rushing touchdown from Brady. That that was awesome. But all right, back to Michael Thomas. Um. We need to know the quarterback situation first and foremost. I yeah. And that certainly impacts it. Is he, you know, this is a huge bounce back candidate. Can he return to wide receiver top five status? Can he be the one? I think with Jameis he can be. But I don't know if it's Jameis. I, well, I do think it's Jameis, but I saw a that doesn't mean he's going to not get benched. That, that it could be Taysom. I mean, it's still very much up in the air. So yeah, whoever you look at for your for your source, they yep. have someone else they think. What's what's his ADP? It says uh, 3.05. That's a pretty good value. Third round, fifth pick. Um, because even Tyler, with, right there for you. You're over there. Yeah, so in his five games Sorry. in his career with um, Taysom, he averages 87 yards a game. Yeah, I was going to say he got a lot of targets, right, in those games. Yes. Like, that was basically Taysom would snap, look at him. and Yeah, so, I mean, that is – decent enough but then with that being said his lowest total was a game that Taysom only had 78 yards passing oh god so that's really the that's really the killer is like (sighs) 78 yards passing done but what happens when that happens which and it will happen they will be games where he's less than 120 passing yards. can you look up that game he had the 78 was that the denver bronco i think it was the denver I'm going to give him a pass, but still, that's it's not not necessarily if it's 70 yards, but if it's 130 yards, like that's still nothing. And just like there's not enough to go around to, and you know, Kamara's going to have some of that, right? Yeah, or and at least cap. It's whereas if it's Jameis, we're looking at 30, 40 pass attempts per game. That that Denver game, if you guys remember, is the one where uh, the wide receiver started as quarterback Uh because of COVID stuff. So. I felt like maybe they just ran the ball every play. I can't remember. Uh, you know, I didn't. I actually played Saints D that game, and they didn't that was give the, the worst point. Game obviously, of yeah. Oh, brutal. Um, that was so bad. That so, was like a classic like Army Navy game. I want to see if it was like he threw it thirty times, or did he just throw it like did seven really times? Blow I think out he only threw it a few times. The Saints won. They didn't blow him out though. They won like twenty zero. Yeah. Well, that's a blowout, but it was like it was like ten zero the whole game. Like it wasn't yeah. like, and then the end they finally. Scored. But it was but one like, of those where as soon as the Saints put up points, you were like, up, oh, this yeah. one's over." Yeah, <laughs> I had Saints defense that week. That was awesome. <laughs> um, Mike, you had something to say about Michael Thomas? Well, I just think he's going to be probably Slam lower point. on my thing than 
than uh, what we've got here. Eight. I think he'll be closer to like 12, 13 for me. Yeah. Do you want Keenan Allen over him? Right. I want Keenan Allen over him. You uh, want Allen Robinson? Probably Allen Robinson. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, DK, AJ, probably McLaurin, to be honest with you. Man. And, and it, 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 it hurts me if I have to take him. Like, I do not like the guy. Um, I think he's a diva. That? That's a good aspect of it. And it, like it's him. funny calling him Slamp Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious that it that's hilarious. his nickname. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't know if I have, I could take him. I can yeah. take him. And it's yeah, I mean, he's good. I, I mean, I will him. take him. If, I think in the but, third round, I'm, I'm pretty happy to take him. Yeah. I always love getting a guy that was wide receiver so one. high, highly still taken young. the year before. And then you something weird happens and you get him on a massive discount. I love a good deal. Yep. Ugh, I love a good deal. I'm looking at some of those at RB. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, um, I think I don't I, – yeah, Allen Robinson's a good one to name. I mean, um, that's probably right around 12 where he'll be at for me. There's no other wide receivers on that team. Yeah, that's another thing. The kid target tree is basically him. Marquez Calloway, man. They lost uh, Sanders, right? Yeah. Uh, E-man's on Buffalo. Yep. Who's so. the tight end there? Troutman. Troutman, man. Yeah. He's a huge sleeper in all give, fantasies. Give me Michael Give me Michael Thomas. Troutman's Early gonna... third round, middle third round. Um, if you... You know, if you start two heavy receivers, uh, or I'm sorry, if you start two running back, two workhorse guys, um, I love having Michael Thomas in that prospect. It could go south real quick, obviously. But that's a good, yeah. He's a good, like, uh, wide receiver one that you can find. He feels good. Mm -hmm. He feels good. Like, I'd rather have him as my one, my wide receiver one, than Allen Robinson. If I started with, um, it's it might sound weird because we just talked about, uh, what's the, the quarterback, not Jameis. Taysom, yeah. yeah. Taysom. We talked about Taysom potentially fucking up a game here and there. <laughs> but uh, if you have two heavy running backs that can be stalwarts for your starting lineup, I think the blow-up potential with the Jameis, uh, Michael Thomas, is it'll it'll win you weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really ever see Allen Robinson having massive blow-up games with Andy Dalton or even uh, the rookie when he comes in. Fields, yeah, I agree with that. I think I need to – maybe put my foot down and just say that Jameis will play the majority of games this year. I don't know what, how many, the majority of starts he will get. And so what does that mean for Thomas? It means you might get a couple games where Taysom is the majority guy and he suffers for it, but Thomas is going to get Jameis most of the season. We need to be realistic here. (laughs) I mean, we just do. And, uh, He's an actual quarterback, and say what you will about his flaws. He's an actual quarterback. You can fucking run an offense through that doesn't have to be a joke, and it makes no sense why they're playing games about this. Well, uh, and so, have we'll, you seen we'll Jameis see. more joke workouts? Oh <laughs> man! Making and, fun but of you know what? Every time towel. they post one of those workouts, every single time it it fails, it never fails. Every single time they post one, I read the comments, and there's some QB coach that says, "No, we do this all the time." The guy that trained uh, like a bunch of quarterbacks is under the comments of that video saying, "Yeah, this is the blah blah blah. We do this to blah blah blah." Well, it's, blah. The, it's the same with uh, Dak. Everyone made fun of Dak for the hip no. pregame, yeah. but it's like he did it for. That's reason. actually that's a, a thing. stretch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's getting stretched. But he was getting made fun that, of. That's what I. Are like, it's just my thing. Doing? Like it's like people say it like with uh, Jameis with like FSU. a stick. These guys are bleeding garnet. That's why. No, I agree. Uh, it's just that if you watch an entire football practice, 
there's going to be 12 separate times where you look over in the corner and see someone doing a drill and you're like, what, what the fuck is that? Let's just no, wait. I, I, it's a game. I, I've started playing it. Anytime I see one of those, I read through the comments and I see if I can't find one blue check mark that's like a QB coach or some yeah. shit. And every single time there is one. I, I think the jokes are unfair. Did I you think see David guy- Cars? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when he ripped Jameis to shreds, and then Jameis, Jameis took the high road. That was smart. Yeah, so. David Carr should talk. You know, like speaking of Derek, yeah, speaking yeah, of Derek, rough no, be self aware. Shut David the hell Carr up. Or Derek Carr, David, David, Carr. Oh, okay. David ripped him. Speaking of Derek Carr, do you guys see that uh, dime he threw the other day at practice? The behind the back, like thirty yard. No, just no. Did David disgusting? Did, did Derek Carr make like a backhanded remark about fighting Tom Brady? Oh, well, so yes. asked is him, he an idiot? Well, it was it was weird. <laughs> but I, I agree. I was like, "Yo, dude, it was cute when you tried to fight. Who was it? Like, no, whoever." Okay, so but he was college? like, "They better not." Be. He's like, he, he, the way he said it was just like, "No, nah, he wasn't. Trust me." But like, if he was, I would, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't hate seeing a Jake Paul, Derek no. Carr. Uh, situation I mean, here. I, I feel like I like what Derek said though. Like, I'd be pissed if Brady said I sucked. You, know? you just shut – lick your wounds, big guy. Like, win a playoff game and, and shut the I hell up. I thought it was kind of a good, good a cool comment. He was talking about Tannehill. You know, all right. If he says that, I'll fight him. was like, I've, I've challenged quarterbacks to fights before, so I'll just, like, keep my mouth – like, what are you insinuating, big fella? <laughs> Tom Brady will whoop your ass in and you out of never did ring. get a clear answer on who Tom was talking about there. Probably Derek Carr it's and Tannehill. Mitch Trubisky. And Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, whoever he wants to talk about. In Tom's mind, Tom might just think like the league, the thirty. It's all of them, dude. I think it's the Rams. It has to be. The Rams weren't uh, like in the mix really for him that hard. That's why it could be anyone. Tennessee was in the mix all the way until like sort of the end, and that's kind of what Brady was saying that like they weren't in it at the end, and they're going with fucking Ryan Tannehill over me. (laughs) Yeah, Titans, Garoppolo, anyone, anyone. Whatever. And you just shut up and you take it. Not, I didn't hear anyone else woofing at Tom Brady. It's Derek Carr. <laughs> All right. Moving on to number Do we have one of Brady's 10. receivers in top 12, I wonder? We do not. Mm, Which is whack because my guy, Mike Evans, should be. Mm, I would go to Christopher, but we're okay there. Let's move on to number 10. Keenan Allen of the San Diego? No. Los Angeles Chargers. Last year, 100 catches, 147 targets, 992 yards, eight receiving touchdowns. Started the first two games, was it two or three games with uh, Tyrod Taylor? Uh, I guess a game, right? Was it a game? And then the next week the, two, it was already he was stabbed hurt. in the lung. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he didn't. Uh, we haven't heard about a civil case there. Uh, Definitely the old uh, doctors. Um, I'm sure they paid him maybe under the table and or something. And then the poor guy goes to Houston. Oof. He he's gets stabbed him. in the lung, and then you go to Houston. Hey, yes. man, he could if he leads them to the playoffs, he's, he's, he's getting, getting him, a $100 million dollar deal. This man finds starting gig yep. after he starting does. gig he does. after starting Bro, he's gig. He's good, dude. He can't, the guy can't get a fair shake anywhere. He this really guy has he can't. Hit the top agent in the game. I mean, if I was a backup quarterback, I would try and – wiggle my way to his side because mm. this guy finds starting jobs like it's Dude, he his was, job. He was nice with Buffalo. He was. Well, he was okay. I mean, he just would throw like 25 touchdowns and like three picks. He was really good at keeping care of the ball, but nowadays... He reminds uh, me of Teddy Bridgewater. He's got the same yeah. kind of thing. Teddy Bridgewater's... We're going to be seeing him in like 10 years still getting jobs somehow, you know? Yeah. Bridgewater's still got... But back to Keenan Allen, I love him. I, love I think him he has wide receiver safe. one upside. I'm not kidding there. Herbert hyper targets him, and he's 
He's lost Hunter Henry, man. so they've got a vacated target yep. there. Better offense in general this year. Their offensive line, they upgraded three guys on yep. the O-line. I mean, it's it's really hard for me not to go overboard with, like, Chargers love. In They're general. my uh, Vegas big money bet to win the Super Bowl. I sent my Future. brother that. I'm, me and Joe are going to make that same bet, I yeah. think. Because yep. I, I love nice. it. I mean, it's uh, like I, I have to stop myself from overpraising them because it seems like there's just not a lot of ways this can go wrong other than injuries. I mm-hmm. mean, they have just set this up perfectly, um, and, and that's going to show up in Keenan Allen. I mean, Keenan Allen is not going to have many bad starts this year, I don't think. No, and uh, the crazy stat I read on him was uh, over the last four seasons, he's averaged 100 receptions. Um, 1,195 yards and six-plus touchdowns over the last four. And over his past 61 games, he's averaged 17.2 fantasy points per game. I love it. It just um, seems he's so consistent. Yeah, yeah. full he's point. Safe. He's safe. He's nice. Yeah, he is. I like him. I uh, mean, and the, the, tar- the targets are, you know, the, Her- Herbert kind of spread it out last year. I expect Mike Williams to be have a good year, but a lot of people don't. And so if you don't, therefore Keenan Allen should be – Freaking extremely high up on these rankings yeah. for you. No more Hunter Henry or Jared yep. Cook. More of kind of the touchdown threat. Not really a high catch, high yard guy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, watch out. Uh, Chargers should be careful with Cook. He might get the ball punched out from behind in a very key playoff situation. <laughs> I for like my Bucks fans out there. Oh, you know who I like this year? <laughs> I love Keenan Allen. He's safe for PPR, and I think he's he's a nice uh, piece. Yep, guaranteed but, fifteen almost every week. He averaged thirteen last week or last year. <laughs> You guys want to know who's going to be nice this year? Okay. Who is it? This is Mike Williams this year. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've heard that. I love him. A lot of people are big on him. This, this is year. perfect. Really? Yeah, I mean, I it's I because the, the matchup is, like, really good with Herbert. Yes. Downfield passer, Williams, downfield receiver. I and... loved Mike Williams coming out of the draft. I loved him. And I'm waiting. Who, who was – who came out – did he come out the same year as Corey Davis? I th- Oh shit! Who wasn't? It was Mike Corey Williams? Davis. Mike da- uh, Mike Williams came out of Clemson. Yep. Yeah, he came out with Corey Davis, and they took Corey ahead of Mike. And I thought that was stupid when the Titans did that. They both have sucked, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> I love Mike Davis or Mike Williams. I'm actually not as high on Herbert as everyone else. I think the end of the season is is m- more telling than his breakout in the beginning of the season. Um, but I think he's good enough, regardless. Sure. And so Keenan Allen has always been the touch guy, uh, PPR. But and Mike at Williams worst, is... he throws downfield more than Philip Rivers, you know, did. Does Mike Williams get hurt? Yeah, that's the what? thing. And and Does Williams, he... it's he reminds me of Kenny Galladay a lot. Yes. And that every catch he gets, he's kind of like flying on the ground, and you're always waiting for the shoulder thing. But I mean, you can only factor that in so he's much. He's a big and body he's baked guy. into his. Um, draft position i mean he's going super late yeah so. he's a big body guy yep yeah um, i love keenan uh so i'm i'm high i'm high on him this year i think i've never really been a big keenan guy because for a ADP? while uh his late adp third? is 3.09 yeah that's third nice. round ninth pick yep nice. right around uh, right around me and you mike yep uh pat what pick do you have oh you have pick one what if you do tyreek stefan diggs keenan allen and you're just <sighs> you're gonna have to get mike davis damian harris you're Mike, not getting Miles Gaskin. <laughs> you'll get you'll get him in the fourth, Mike Davis. Um, Pick, pickle. 
There's no Pickle. way. You if guys. We're sitting there I late mean, please, August. Please. And I'm there's no Le'Veon Bell on the Falcons. Where is Mike Davis going? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, though, because, like, when I look at the rankings, it, ha- it doesn't. It's Pickle, not who do you want? Saquon now. Barkley or Mike Davis or right now? <laughs> uh, well, one of those crazy set of quads can run right <laughs> can now. Can play. So, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Let's move on to number 11 on the top 12. Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears, 151 targets last year. This is with Mitchell Trubisky, mm-hmm. 101 receptions, 1,250 yards, six receiving touchdowns. Are you guys nervous about the Dalton and then Fields just being a rookie-type quarterback and them kind of running the ball more? You know what's so underrated is, is how his talent. Mitch Trubisky has to be going from a top five, four, three pick. Wait, he was number two. Yep. Being so. the number Ahead two overall Mahomes, pick to Watson. being the backup quarterback in Buffalo. So Buffalo really is that where he went? Oh, so he'll never start sure. again. <laughs> well, yeah, Josh know, Allen could get hurt. I mean, the Who? way he runs, Josh Allen. I also think that there's something to be said about having a dumb last name. Yeah, like Trubisky. Oh, yeah, it's just it, it, it's forgettable. Yeah, and it's not Brady exactly, and so he's going to be an afterthought. We'll go with the guy with the cooler last name. Uh, anyways, uh, so I have a question: Is Andy Dalton? He's an upgrade on Mitch Trubisky, right? Yes, I mean, bro, because he's kind of good bit. in some regard. A little maybe. bit, maybe like a, a couple yards worth. You know, in terms I of like, what have you done in your career? Yes, in terms of what have you done over the last three years? Sure, they're insane. still at the end of the day, kind of the one read. Collapse under pressure. I don't know, man. Feeling, Mitch but. Mitch threw the ball a lot to Allen Robinson. Like Allen Robinson was good for mm-hmm. fantasy like, last year and the year before. Allen like it's been good every year of his career for fantasy. That's kind of what I was getting at. Is that no matter what here, it can't get worse. It can't get worse. Right? Could Fields be worse than Mitch because he won't hyper target though? What That's, I like that about could be a problem. Fields, what I That's like one about of the risks. Fields is that he will he will throw it deep, and so Robinson has a lot more big play potential with. Yeah, Fields Mitch wouldn't would, take the bomb. And chances. Mitch had a terrible arm, and I so just never want Allen Robinson on my team for the past I can three years. That. Yeah. I think he's I, he's objectively very good, and all that good he, stuff. He's just, just one signing of up for a bad QB. Experience. In my mind, yeah. I'm like because he keeps going in like the second round. Like imagine like, if he had Brady, he'd be sick. Like, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. want Allen Robinson. He just needs a. Freaking! Once we see Fields, and if he's good mm-hmm. next year, Robinson might be a top five receiver. That's depending on is. if Fields You're is right. sick. The Bears feel gross. Mm-hmm. I want Herbert's guy over. Bears are going to be the typical Bears man. They're going to lean on that defense, and they're not going to be super high scoring. Especially if Fields is in there, they're going to run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's we, a little I mean, scary taking a Rob. I think he might slip into our fourth round in our draft. Maybe What's Amari Cooper team? or uh, uh, three point ten. So <clears throat> third. I like Amari. Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, it's Robinson, actually. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb and Gallup. They're in that and... same pool tier right there. Yep. Uh, There's only a handful of guys who are going to lead the league in targets, and Allen Robinson is one of them. That's true, man. That's true. He really could be. That's true. Yeah. He's yeah. going to get a shitload of targets no matter what. Very, I mean, Very few eclipse the 150 mark. Darnell Mooney is Huge if you play a point per target. But uh, he <laughs> needs so. You see his 151 <laughs> targets and 100 catches, so... <laughs> That's 50 you're leaving yeah, there. Yeah, that, but, I mean, that's that what you want. Good, but that's the thing is that if you get any sort of slight bump and catchable passes with Dalton, that's mm-hmm. a plus. And then it I, feels I know like it's he, being accounted for where he's being drafted to, whereas, like you said earlier, in past years, he's gone second round, it seems like. Now, yeah. third, fourth round, sort of. I mean, that's, much better. that's great. I mean, if you get him in the fourth round, that, that's your wide receiver, too. You love that. Yep. If I'm not going to lie, I was doing a mock the other night, and I was looking at that uh, – situation hoping Robinson drops Dude, the end fourth. of the draft or I'm sorry the end of 
third, fourth round. What am I saying? Being at the bottom. Hmm. Let me think how I phrase this. Pick eight Being late 12. in the draft order mm-hmm. yeah. this year is eight, nice. Eight to I 12. Like it. Yeah, it's I'm at nice. nine, and I've been it's, really liking mm-hmm. it. What if you hit a late uh, order Tyreek, Stephon Diggs, Allen Ross? What if I just keep playing this game with every late yeah. third round wide like receiver? With your dynasty I, team pretty trust, much. Trust me. I mock, I mock it, and I don't like it. I, I just don't feel safe with a Montgomery as my RB1. You know, like I've tried the double wide receiver. I don't and, mind it if, for the fifth time, <laughs> I have Tyreek Stephon Diggs and Allen Robinson. And then if I'm kicking it off with like, yeah, David I mean, Montgomery or Chris Carson or, or Mike Davis, I'm I'm good. And then Damian Harris late round, like mm-hmm. it puts a little pressure on you to hit that third running back yeah. that you take. And like, I mean, the you have to hit on through. your RB, or you are screwed. But you can you can control a little bit. Like if you do the first three running back uh, wide receivers, and then the fourth, you have to take David Montgomery. As long as you get Damian Williams later, you, you have. At a minimum, locked up that spot. Oh, right. you're, yeah. It's safer. You've, you you do need to plan. Yeah, for but he's got to be good. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but your receiver is going to be sick. So it's like, well, and, the and they're thing, safer. I was receivers say, are inherently the, safer. Yes. And the thing with running backs is it is easier to handcuff like that too, as opposed to a receiver. Because you can't. We have kind of seen where a bad running back gets put into a good good situation and. Um, and they still give you some fantasy value. That and, I, but and this is a side street thing. We keep doing Miles Gaskin as like the guy in there with Chris Carson and David Montgomery. He does not belong there because I don't know why no one thinks Malcolm Brown is going to be a thing. He's no, not bad. He's good. He beat yeah. out Daryl Henderson, who was a highly touted guy. Well, we'll just I do have feel to like wait it's for training camp on that. I think it's Gaskin's job, though. I he do. I well. I do like Gaskin. It does, though, you know feel at the same well? time. James Robinson. <laughs> that didn't stop the Jaguars from completely cucking him. I do feel like that his uh, Browns draft value is not nearly where it should be. Like, because there is a road to him is being a starting running back, well, and I mean, he's got, going in, like, 11, You got, Salvin, 12. Uh, you got Ahmed, Ahmed, too. He did true. play well last year. Yeah, they got Ahmed. Relief. But yeah, Gaskin's that seems solid, like an offense where everyone They prioritized Malcolm Brown and made a big deal of it, and then they did draft uh, – Jared Dokes in the like sixth round. When we do a sleeper episode, uh, I, Brown will be on there for sure. I mean, yeah, I won't have a Miami Dolphin on my team. With, oh, there you go. Until I see Tua. Yeah, no, but get I do better. Agree. I just do. I do agree with that take that there's more of a path for them to come up for him to be irrelevant in fantasy than the guys he's going around. These rankings love Gaskin. Yeah. Um, they do Gaskin. Yeah, oh, okay. like a Mike yeah. Davis yeah. versus. Uh, that uh, Miami Dolphin. I don't think Gaskin is very good. I don't think Ahmed is very good. That Miami Dolphins. Offense, it's shaping itself to be one of those Steelers esque offenses where a running back will always perform well there. Flores has done. I was it, Flores, right? The yeah, yeah. He, that's the point. He, he has uh, built Patriots, uh, right? And the Bill Belichick over the past six years can carousel any court running back to yep. be productive. And that's because uh, what's the reason? What's Thomas the, F. Brady and the F is for phenomenal. Well, that and what do we don't do, Pat? We don't pay our running backs. No, we don't. We let them go. And we sign the next jabroni who can run through the tackles. Correct. <laughs> Ahmed, Gaskin, yep. Malcolm Brown. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Literally, Gaskin was awesome last year for fantasy. All right. Number 12. Do we have any guesses? Um, Terry McLaurin. Oh, I'm probably going to say Cooper. It is Terry McLaurin. Wow. He is the wow. expert's 12th ranked receiver. I actually think this guy is top five, if not 
wide receiver one upside, man. The guy is extremely talented. What? He has the hyper-targeted Brian no, Fitzpatrick as say? his quarterback. Yeah, right, that's the issue. Terry has wide receiver one no. upside, bro. Stop. He's Pickle. that good. He's that good. He's, you may. Hey, it, you take it. it. Looks like you got but it. I, I don't want to. I want to. Uh, listen, I always say my biases, just like Allen Robinson, Terry McCorn is a guy I never want. I think he's really good. I think he's a top receiver. I don't fucking want Brian Fitzpatrick's receiver Bro. as my top 12 guy. This guy's a stud, man. Number one he's overall in his range of outcomes, Luke. Yes, I think it's. I, I don't see how it can't be, bro. What? What? Just, I'll tell you right just, now. Just, <laughs> Few few things. We'll start with we'll start with because I gave and obviously he's not Julio Jones by any stretch of the imagination. If they didn't bring in someone like Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. I would be more inclined Dude, to go with the number one. Both of those receivers are going to be great. But I agree with your he could easily be top five. Um, then with maybe what, with maybe what you were saying with Fitz, you asked. I don't want Fitz's number one receiver, but we did want Devonte Parker when he was Fitz's. Number yeah, one in receiver. like the seventh round, I we, wanted Devonte Parker. We did want. Brandon Marshall when he was seven there. years ago, Stevie Johnson. We and we wanted, I don't even and know. We who wanted that is. Eric Decker as well. Mike Ten Evans, years ago, Mike Evans, but I think what Pat's saying is is relative to like top twelve sort of. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think Devontae that, Parker was the top twelve you're right. receiver. With so was Marshall. You're right. You're so right. Was He's Brandon definitely going to be top so twelve, bro. Oh my God, Ryan Fitzpatrick is so old. This but he barely speeds, got a speed. He barely got a job. He's getting, this season. He's getting ten. He actually again. was about to retire, if we remember, and like last second went to be the, the Washingtons. No, I feel he like never got to retire, no. bro. He's like always. One he's step. trying to get at least. He's never even been to the playoffs. Getting to the playoffs this year, and they're going to win their division. Yeah. This is the magical season. Here's the yes, thing. 100%. McLaurin when it was You're going to hit weird. one out of 25. I, dude. I, yeah. I wanted Terry McLaurin when it was Dwayne Haskins. Right. <laughs> I wanted Terry McLaurin when it was Alex Smith. Yeah, However, you sure one, as hell want that this, That one man. didn't go over well. He now has what I would say is the best quarterback for his career. <laughs> it's as sad as it is. There, it's true. Yeah. There's, in our draft, he will go at the 3-4 turn to the uh, Washington football team fan, unless I take him or Mike. We are Terry McLaurin fans, I would say. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I am. I, I was like not him. at first, but he's proven it. Dude, the, the guy is elite, in my opinion, at route running, catching the ball, never drops the ball. Didn't he's he struggle good. last year? With Alex Smith. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that that was the struggle, is that Alex Smith threw it 13 times to J.D. McKissick every game. Yeah. <laughs> now you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who might throw it once to – And don't forget, don't forget PPR number three tight end, Logan Thomas. <laughs> yeah, which that's going to change too. Wait, what did you just – Logan Thomas, in my opinion, was not my, I was looking on the rap last night. I saw someone uh, clamoring for why uh, this year's dark horse for number, number one tight end overall. Who else? Who else could beat Kelsey? And a lot of people have Logan Thomas. Somewhere. No, not with there because <laughs> I'm that's, not getting on that, that thing. <laughs> whoever those people are, are lazy because they haven't looked into Fitzpatrick. That man does not pass to the yeah, tight end. No, he like doesn't that. ever. I'm not going with that. And one. It, last year was such a bizarre thing with Alex Smith, to where he he was a broken player, and it was he was dropped back, throw to tight end, throw to receiver, and that's yeah. They or, made the, the playoffs with it. Almost looked like he was freaking Alex Smith last year. Yeah. They're definitely <laughs> making it with Fitz this year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. One last thing before we end the show. Did you guys hear the that they um, Travis Kelsey's last name is not yeah. Kelsey? Disappointing. Really disappointing. Yeah. What is it again? We've been saying Kels. Kels. No. Oh, Travis Kels. Kels. Travis no, Kels. That's no. how you correctly pronounce. No. He just said he didn't. He didn't feel like correcting people and just let it go. But then they asked. But the other thing is, him and his brother are like huge like jokesters. Oh, are they I messing don't with know if it's like people? a joke thing? Because then they asked Jason about it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Kelsey, Kelsey, doesn't matter to me." That's well. It's like no, it's I just I'm not gonna be happy 
on Sundays if they're announcing him as Travis Kelce. It's not Kelce with so a catch for 10 yards. Like, what? No, it's Kelce. Yeah. It's Kelce. Uh, also, before sick. we get out of here, we're going to do one last. Da-na-na. Oh, you got another one? Wait, oh, yeah. is this the Tom Adam, Brady thing? Adam Schefter's uh, rolling today. Tom Brady's personal trainer slash life slash coach slash diet slash husband slash god of the world <laughs> husband. Uh, guru Alex Guerrero said he expects Buckingham quarterback to play at least two more seasons, allowing him to fill his goal of playing until the age of 45. Yeah. They, it's really yeah. creepy if you watch videos with Brady, like nine out of ten Guerrero's right next to him. Yes. Yeah. He Kissing. is everywhere with him. <laughs> I mean, he's sitting next to him at the games when he goes. To yes. The, I mean, it's, he's they're there really attached in to the master head. bedroom with, uh, to sleep with Probably Tom. Probably If he was to get get married again, Brady would have him as his best man. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, that's how close Good night, my mother. sweet prince. I think, though, that, like, what if he <laughs> gets, uh, what if back. he ages the further Alex Guerrero gets away from him, like, proximity wise? Like, Alex Guerrero, yeah. he's, like, uh, far he's away. He's like a Brady age, like, sprinkles yeah. a little yeah. bit. <laughs> he, plays, he plays till 50, and the Buck have to legitimately put Guerrero on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Guerrero's the, the age back. back. Yeah. yeah, he's the age back. <laughs> he's hiking. Yeah, he's hiking. awesome that is to just. Be paid to hang out with your best bud all day, every day, and your best bud is the one of the most popular people in the world. And he needs you. Yep. <laughs> shout out, like I said earlier in the show, shout out Alex Guerrero. Yeah. Also, talk talk about a uh, successful uh, business model if you're in the uh, For fitness real? game. Yeah. Figure out a way to to make one of the greatest athletes of all time age yeah. and become younger every it's year. Called like. hypnosis. <laughs> Question, guys. Next show, do we want to do quarterbacks or tight ends? Oh, two. Uh, honestly, we positions. should do tops. Uh, like five tight ends and quarterbacks because after that I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> With quarterbacks, we can do top twelve. With quarterbacks, yeah, we can do. I mean, those are more of like sleeper heavy and some yeah. tight ends. I don't so. need the back half of yeah, the we should, we should tight top, end ones. Top six tight ends, and then we should each just pick a tight end that we think. Hayden Hurst, Adam Troutman, Hurst, Adam Troutman. <laughs> All right, well, that we'll figure out what we're gonna do next show. Pat, you want to uh, send us on out? All right, Kings and Queens, that was this week's episode rounding out for you the back half of the wide receiver ones. Don't forget to find us on the Google Play Store, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Hit us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings with a follow. We'll be posting our dynasty lineups and dynasty teams so you guys can all confirm what we already know. Pat's team will not be on there. <laughs> when, when you find us on the, on the podcast, hit subscribe and leave us with a five-star review. Anything else, uh, leave it to yourself. But until next time, take it easy, Kings. See ya.